Don't you guys hate it or notice whenever you are on the train and you're either reading a book or you're listening to music and you're just like in your own zone and you're like minding your business and then all of a sudden you hear someone say these these words. It starts off, good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, I hate to bother you and then they, you know, continue on with their story. And usually you'll you'll look up and you'll say, oh, okay, and you'll put your head back down. Usually that's the typical response from, like, most New Yorkers, right? You'll say, oh, okay, someone's on the train, someone's begging for money. They'll, they'll look up and they'll put their head back down. Now, I can tell someone who has been living in New York for, like, 10-plus years versus someone who's been here for maybe, like, three years, four years. The people who are long-time true New Yorkers, people who've been living here 10-plus years, they don't even let that shit get to them. They don't even lift their heads up. They don't acknowledge it. It's quite interesting. I want to know, like, have you ever got, have you ever just kind of, like, saw that dynamic and you're like, wait. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Usually, like, I'm, I'm still new to New York, you know. I got, like, two years, two years on me. I still will give them some attention you know, I'll I'll stop what I'm doing. I'll look, and sometimes I'll even lower the volume on my like iPod or like iPhone, or whatever, just so I can hear what they're saying. Because you know, everybody has a different story. You know, so sometimes I want to know. I want to know what your story is. You know, like I want to know what happened. I want to know. I want to know you got kids. You got this. You got that. Everybody has a fucking story. Everybody has a fucking story. But I'm not gonna lie. I was on the two train one day. It was either the two train or the Q. And this is a funny-ass fucking story. I'm not going to lie, y'all. It was, this is a funny-ass fucking story. So I'm just sitting there, and these two um, homeless people got into it about who goes first or who gets to, like, ask for money first. It was very interesting. So I'm sitting on the train. This is very interesting. So I'm sitting on um, the train. It was like one guy, he comes up and it's like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, everybody puts their head back down. They'll look up and they put their head back down. And then he'll he'll continue to walk through the train. They'll walk to the other train. So then night, not even two or three minutes afterwards, someone else comes and they're like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to bother you right now. I'll worry away. I just want to. And everybody's just like, what the fuck? And then that person leaves and they walk, uh, you know, walks to the other train. And then like three minutes later, another person's like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I... So now everyone is like, what the fuck? Like, is today, like, let me beg for money day. So I was sitting next to this black lady and, you know, she was like small, black. And she was like, God damn, what the fuck is this? Is that is today fucking beg for money day? Damn, maybe I need to get up here and start asking for money. God damn. And she said this out loud, and it was, like, so funny. I was like, wow, this is interesting. So then, some kind of way, they come back to the same train, and I don't think they realized they were just on the same car, and they're, like, you know, asking for money, and then they kind of, like, get into it or whatever. But anyways, that's my interesting story. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I am Annoying Artist. This is Tom Girl Podcast. Title of this episode, Casually Dating 1111. I don't even know. I think this is episode 13, y'all. Like, I've noticed, like, on all my videos, I always, I'm so confused on what episode I'm on, and I always say the wrong episode, but I'm pretty sure this is episode 13. 
And if I'm wrong, I will, like, figure it out. Um, but, yeah, what's up? What's poppin'? This is Casually Dating 1111. Um, this will be a fun, light episode. I'm not going to get too much, you know, into it, you know. Um, but this is going to be a fun episode. So let's just talk about my week in review. Like, this week, it is extremely, first of all, it is extremely cold in New York, and my body is still adjusting to it getting dark at 4.30 p.m. You look outside, and it's, like, completely dark. I'm like, where am I? Am I in fucking Massachusetts? Am I in Maine somewhere? Why is it so dark, like, so early? Like, I just can't rock with that yet. And I'm exhausted. And I know I say that, like, all the time. I'm starting to notice now that I have this pattern of telling you guys that I'm exhausted because I I really am. But this week, I'm, like, burnt out. I am burnt out. I'm clocked out. I'm tired. It's a Saturday. I'm not going out. Like, I'm not... I can't hang. Like, my body can't do it anymore. It can't. I can't hang like I used to after I record after I record this I'm leaving the studio I'm not even gonna do my intro today I'm going straight home I'm that tired this has been one exhausting week and it's so cold it is like 30 something degrees outside it is freezing I'm like wait a minute this is too soon because I recall last year it was hot as hell on Christmas in New York right i'm like running out of fall winter clothes already like damn it's really fucking brick outside and it just makes me with the darkness and the cold that that's just like extra exhaustion just it just makes me tired it just makes me want to stay in bed go home to a warm place get under the covers and just not come out and i'm perfectly fine with that i'm perfectly okay with that so that has been my week in review. I've just been, like, my body, I need a massage. Like, everything aches, everything hurts, everything, everything. And it's today has been a rough day. Today has been a rough day. And whenever I have rough days, guys, I, um, I, I have this interview. Maybe you guys remember it. Whenever I listen to this I- legendary, iconic interview, it always brightens my mood, lifts my mood. My spirit is just feels so much better. And this interview that I'm talking about is the legendary, iconic interview with Wendy Williams and Whitney Houston. It is hilarious. Like, to this day, I, I think it was either recorded in 2003 or 2005. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. Um, but that... That fucking interview is legendary on so many levels. And it's so relevant now in my life. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it just, it's so funny. It's so funny. It just, no matter how much of a shit day I had or a shit mood I'm in, whenever I get down in the dumps, I go straight to that Wendy Williams, Whitney Houston (laughs) interview. Oh my God, I just love how Whitney Houston read the fuck out of Wendy. Because y'all all know Wendy Williams talks so much shit about everybody. It's insane. It's, it's, it's insane. Like, I don't know. Like, even the start of the interview, Wendy was like, Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. And, when, and Whitney was like, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Boy, have I been waiting on this day. <laughs> And then Wendy was like, honestly, Whitney, I feel like I know so much about you. And Whitney was like, oh, really? You think you know so much about me? Well, damn, you talk about me every motherfucking day. You don't even know me. 
It was hilarious. Oh my fucking god. And then I think I think Wendy asked her a question about um her um cutting off her mother or like scaling back her budget or something like that. And Wendy was like, So Wendy, can you tell me how your mother's doing? And Wendy was like, Listen, Wendy, my mother is fine and she also minds her business. It it it, it is hilarious. So I'm gonna play a clip from that interview. Okay, and it, it is fucking hilarious. It is so old, there's no relevance, but to this day, that's like my favorite interview. Honestly, roll the clip. Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Oh my gosh. Oh my lord, have I waited for this day? Have you? Well, yes. I have. Haven't you? Whitney. Yes, dear. Absolutely. I know it. I don't believe that I've ever met you in my entire career. Ain't that funny? You talk about me all the time. And you are top billing. Is that why you talk about me all the time? Absolutely. You, you don't even know me. Uh, but here's the thing. I talk about you in two ways. In the in the way that the media talks about Whitney. Yes. But I always talk about you as being one of the greatest voices of our time. Mariah Carey is another one. You two do two separate works, but you have have a voice that is just unbeatable, Whitney. I love you, and I thank you for that. I really do, because I know, in spite of everything, you play my record. Sure that I have all my stories straight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby. He's home. Well, and intact. Do you regret Diane Sawyer interview? No, why should I? Well, it didn't exactly show you in the best light. You don't think so? Well, you know, Wendy, you don't show yourself in the best light. People still listen to you. Yeah, but I'm on the radio every day. Yeah, we, see, we, don't, we just don't get to see your face, but they should know what you look like. I understand that, uh, Whitney. Perhaps one day I will have a TV show, but in terms of what I do, yeah. when I'm not shown in the best light, I guess mm -hmm. one of the best things that I love about my career is, is that there's always tomorrow to come back. See, and I love about my career, uh -huh. and my music speaks for itself. Yeah, well, it does. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I am the second wife most interviewed behind Monica Lewinsky in the history of interviews. I'm surprised you're second to her. I mean, as far as... You know, I mean, not like too cool about coming behind her, but, you know, it's all right with me because, um, you know, I got a lot of mileage from that. And I think that people, basically, the people that I talked to that have made comments to me uh -huh. were very proud of me because it was a moment. See, I'm not one for sitting down and talking to people. I, you know, you can talk all you want about me, but my mother always said, don't try to find a lie with truth, you know, because then you make it worse because people like to lie for whatever reason they like to lie on you about. Right. However, um, I thought that it was a major step for me to sit with Diane Sawyer, the biggest interviewer in the world, and talk with her and give her what um, basically... Um, okay. I Here's another clip. This one is also fucking hilarious. She read the fuck out of her. So Whitney was like, so what do y'all do? Do y'all get together and have a little gossip brunch? And she was like, Whitney was like, yeah, we kind of have something like that. <laughs> it is funny. Here's the clip. Roll it. Entertaining, Whitney. Well, I'm glad you went to because you watched it, didn't you? So, so Whitney, as, as far as you stand with drug use, is there drug use going on at this present time? Who are you talking to? To you, Whitney. You. No, you're not talking to me. I'm a mother. Only my mother has privy to that information. You talk to your child about that. Don't ask me no questions like I'm a child. You talk to your baby about her, what she going to be uh, confronting or what she got to deal with. And, uh, and, Don't and, ask me like I'm a child, because I'm not a child, Wendy. My child is a little boy. 
Anyway, and I will talk to him yeah, at drugs. Don't talk to me about that shit. Don't talk to me about that shit. But listen, Whitney, right, I, I, I will talk to my son about drugs because I have don't been me, where you the world the speculates day. where you don't are, me, which is, uh, I was a full-blown cocaine addict. So well, I, I, problem, not mine. Move on. Well, you know, that was my problem, Whitney. You yourself. Did you ask God to help you? And No, I, ma I managed, thank God, because I have a good man. And, and, so, and so thank God I was able to just rise and up above God, it Wendy. and quit. And all I ask is this. Okay, okay. Like, I wish I could share this whole interview with y'all, but I can't. I'm just going to share parts of it that I, to this day, still find hilarious. And since we're talking about ugh, Wendy Williams, she ugh, is always in some drama, and she talks so much shit about everybody. So this past Halloween, she dressed up as the Statue of Liberty, right? And she ended up fainting on live TV, and it was like... So funny. It was so funny because it was like, for re she was serious. She got like hot and her eyes <laughs> got big and she just fainted. And I was like, what? So listen, black people, y'all are so funny. Y'all are so funny because I love y'all so much because like when shit like this happens, I automatically go to the shaderoom.com because they, to their Instagram because they done posted it already. And then I'll just sit there and I'll just like, you know, read the comments of some of y'all. Some of y'all <laughs> left about this situation. And it is so funny. So I'm going to read y'all some of the Instagram comments from the Shade Room about this whole Wendy Williams fainting situation. Because it is hilarious. I really enjoy reading through the comments. Let me see what someone said. Okay, Danny C. Hall 914 says well at her age i blame menopause she probably had a hot flash and couldn't and it could and it could have made her faint k walton says when negative energy finally gets you y'all are hilarious <laughs> y'all are hilarious yeah okay kendall j daly says outfit looks thin and loose how is it hot question mark timari3 underscore says look how big her eye got it was huge <laughs> okay v marie day says man she looks like a horse big time <laughs> this one is my favorite new 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 says those saw cheeks <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Like, those are some of my favorite comments under the Shade Room's um, Instagram post about Wendy Williams fainting. But that's just kind of bad karma for her, you know. She was just in this beef with 50 Cent, which I find hilarious, which is my, just like, my favorite beef of all time. Because 50 is so reckless. 50 Cent is so reckless. He does not care. But what he said about Wendy was true, though. Like, y'all can say what y'all want to say about 50 Cent, but whenever he's in some type of beef with some type of celebrity, anything that comes out of his mouth is never a lie. You know, he's a cancer, and I'm a cancer rising. We don't, we don't lie about shit, you know. I might, you know, make it bigger than what it is a little bit, but I don't, I don't, I don't lie about anything, but... It is just hilarious. She's always talking shit about someone, you know. And y'all love to drag her. That's my thing. Like, y'all love to drag her. So, Wendy Williams um, did this interview, right? I have the clip from it where she's talking about how she just got so <laughs> dehydrated and overheated and she fainted. So, I'm going to play the audio from that clip. Roll the clip. Okay. People thought I was having a stroke on TV. 
And other people thought that I was having a heart attack. You know, I'm a woman of a particular age. I'm also going through menopause. So I didn't think my costume was hot when I first tried it on. You know, it was a cat suit. People might have thought it was a dress. It wasn't a dress. If it was a dress, I'd be like this. Apparently, I was dehydrated, according to the paramedics. And um, instead of drinking regular water, I had electrolyte drinks. And then, you know, I went to my own doctors. And I'm fine, including blood work. Now, moving right along... I love y'all. Y'all are hilarious. Y'all are so funny. But can we come together as a whole? Guys, can we come together as a whole and just forgive Chrisette Michelle? Because y'all are being so mean to her. Y'all drag her so fucking much. And it's no, it, I'm like, y'all have no mercy for, for Chrisette at all. At all. And I'm just like, okay, y'all, she don't apologize. Can we let her back into the family? Can we invite her to the picnics again? Can y'all stop dragging Chrisette Michelle? Um, so recently, Chrisette Michelle... Uh, so if you guys don't know this, I'm pretty sure y'all already do, any of my listeners. Chrisette Michelle performed at President's Trump, President, President Trump's inauguration. And she was like, I don't know, maybe the fifth or sixth person that his administration asked to perform right and everyone declined said no thank you no thank you no thank you which is the right thing to do depending on your your political views your fans and your career most importantly so then they found chrisette michelle and she said okay i'll do it so when black people when black twitter got wind that chrisette michelle was performing at trump's inauguration there was an immediate backlash all on social media so homegirl knew that her fan base her people who have been buying her album supporting her all over all through these years were not a fan of her performing at the inauguration she was told several times not to do this by her fans she still did it so after that I think her ratings among her fan base has just dropped and plummeted completely, and she received a lot of backlash for that. How I feel about it was it was it was it worth it, Chris? Chrisette was was the check worth it? Was the money worth it? Like sometimes you just gotta say no, thank you, and just pass, okay? Especially if you were the fifth, sixth seventh person that the administration has asked to perform you know some of these bigger people i can't i can't remember who was it like u2 or bono it was some band and they were like no hell no we can't do it and they came to you you could have been like no 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 i don't i mean me honestly personally i wouldn't have done it i wouldn't have done it and it's like it's kind of crazy because it's like she she knew she knew that it was pretty bad i think I don't know. I don't know if she needs to fire her PR person or what, but she had to have known that it was pretty bad before she did it, and she still did it. So, anyways, you know that was back in what? When was that? When, when was inauguration? January, right? That was back in January. It's now November, right? So, um, she took to Twitter recently, and she kind of just was, like, pouring out her heart, saying, y'all don't know how depressed I am, how many miscarriages I have, how I think about suicide, and, oh, I got dropped from my record label. And so, I read that, and I was like, wow, baby girl is going through it. Y'all really need to just lay off Chrisette Michelle. 
forgive her, like, lay off Chrisette. Like, damn. And I'm like, baby girl is really going through it for her to tweet all that. And then what gets me, y'all know I love y'all. Y'all know I'm a funny person. Of course, I go through her mentions. And y'all are so relentless when it comes to Chrisette Michelle. Y'all say some mean things. Y'all say some funny, mean things. Like... Damn, let, let, let me see if the post is still there. I thought I screenshot it, but I didn't. I can't find it. I think she done delete her Twitter or something. I, I cannot find it anymore. But anyways, I was I was going through her mentions, and I was just reading them, and y'all are so mean to her. One person said, well, girl, we told you not to do it, and you still did it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And this is under a photo of her saying, damn, I think about suicide. I'm like, y'all mean y'all I mean y'all call me mean y'all fucking mean as hell i want to i want to find these tweets so i can read them to y'all hold on okay i think she deleted those posts because i don't see it damn she deleted the fucking posts y'all rude y'all rude as fuck let me let me see if i click on what what her comments what see y'all are mean y'all are mean okay so she posted this is from chrisette michelle it says, Angela Davis was and is fully aware of why she fights and hasn't stopped talking. Over 50 years later, she still leads. Someone wrote, I think this is Miss Lee 62. Yes, but she didn't do nothing as stupid as what you did, so there's really no comparison. Y'all are mean. <laughs> Y'all are so mean. And this person, for real, for real women underscore, wrote, a woman person who knows their purpose cannot be detoured a person who accepts their identity will not make excuses for it you see y'all just be on her so much oh my god okay and she also released a song called black lives matter right i'm going to see Mm. y'all hate this oh my god did it did she release a song called black lives matter no one no one no one is biting on that no one is popping on that like so mean to her. Y'all just camp out in this in this lady's mentions and mm-mm-mm. damn, I cannot find the post because she deleted it. Let me see. Y'all, okay, so Chrisette Michelle went on the Breakfast Club recently, okay, and she did an interview about the whole thing. And y'all, y'all, oh, y'all are so mean, okay. This person Johnson underscore Lash says, on top of all that you seriously put up a fake miscarriage photo. Come on now. And then someone else says, DJ Prime 77 says, sounded bogus from the jump. If you don't have your actual photo, why put up a fake then admit it? She forgot her cockiness in January. Oh, oh, y'all are so mean. This person says, you blamed it on people not warning you. Um, people did. You got egg smeared all over your face now. Now you're doing an apology. Someone says, so embarrassed for you. For you. Okay, y'all are so mean to Chrisette, Chrisette, y'all. Okay, so like I was saying, Chrisette Michelle recently went on The Breakfast Club and she gave an interview where she sincerely apologized. Charlemagne the God said, Chrisette, I want you to look into the camera right now and tell all these people that you are sorry and she did here's the clip roll the clip okay so y'all stop being so mean to chrisette y'all please let her back 
and the family, please invite her to the cookout. She has apologized. I honestly think it's and sincere apology. Y'all are being so hard and mean on Chrisette Michelle. Please, y'all, be nice to her. That's all I have to say. Um, so uh, let's talk about, like, yo, obviously, I've just been talking about celebrities so far. Let's talk about your favorite celebrities. Um, Tyrese clowning and acting a fool. That whole social media Instagram thing that he did was just so annoying. I find it so annoying when people, when parents and stuff like that, when they go on. Yes, so I really find it quite odd and annoying when parents will go on social media and, you know, disrespect their child like that. You know, that's so embarrassing. I would never want for my mother or father I just find it so disrespectful. Like, I would never want my mother or my parents or my dad to, like, go on social media and do some, and do some crazy stuff like that. Now, Tyrese, Tyrese is wrong for that. Like, he, he knows damn well he shouldn't have freaking did that shit. Like, honestly, whatever's going on, that needs to be kept between him and the mother and the courts at this point. So I, I, I have the clip of him just hollering. It's just so painful to hear. I'm actually going to play it for you guys. So here's the clip. The men of God, the Muslims, the Jews, the Christians, the men that wake up every day, the men that wake up every day to focus on one thing. Take my baby, please. Don't take my baby. <laughs> don't take my baby. Oh, this is all I got. This is all I got. This is all I got. Don't take my baby, okay? I've been. I've been away from my baby for two months. <laughs> I just want my baby. I just want my baby. And no one's listening because no one's in the courtroom. I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not doing anything illegal, but I don't want nobody. Oh my God, am I doing something illegal by doing this video or is this, am I protected by- So what's coming through my headphones? I know usually I play new music like whatever is just released or whatever and i'm vibing and i'm jamming but honestly y'all someday i was like cleaning in my kitchen or cooking or some shit and then all of a sudden i just had this song just come in my head play the song
So that was Jennifer Hudson. I don't like. I don't like living under your spotlight. That's an oldie but a good, a good, a good one, right? I was like, yo, I haven't heard that song in forever. So that's what's coming through my headphones right now. Now moving along to the new millennial segment of this podcast, I have some new toys that I want to talk about and show you guys. So I just got this. And the mail. This is my new Quip toothbrush. So I'll show you guys. If you're watching this, you can see this. I'll hold it up. Oh my god. This is pretty cool. Yes, so this toothbrush, this is an electric toothbrush. And it's really cool because it's a, a subscription. And every three months they will send you fresh um, heads for your toothbrush brush heads. So I found this really interesting because as a new millennial, I love subscriptions for some reason. I love having the freedom of receiving things in the mail. I love not, you know, leaving my house for things. And this, and y'all know, I absolutely hate standing in lines. I love standing in lines. I can't do it. I refuse to stand in lines. And the most frustrating thing is like going to, I guess, a Walgreens or a CVS or someplace where you would normally pick this up. Someplace where you would normally pick up a toothbrush. I don't really have to do that anymore because I have this brush to keep and I will just receive um, fresh brush heads in the mail. And it's, it's a pretty color, and I really like it. And this is totally electric, and it's called Quip. So this is my new Quip toothbrush, and they are a New York-based company. So if you ride the trains in New York City or anywhere, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen these really cool ads on the subway. So I'm going to reach out to them and see if they want to give a comment or come on Tom Girl Podcast. And it comes in this cool package. Here's the package. Look at this cool package and this kind of like brochure um, with just like helping you. This is really cute. It says, hello, Ariana. Thank you so much for buying me and purchasing me. I'm your new toothbrush and I want to love you. Because as you guys know, in my previous episode, same clothes as yesterday, I discussed how important your dental hygiene is, how important it is to brush your teeth, how important it is to floss, okay, and have pretty white teeth and not have stink-ass breath. So I love that because, like, your teeth are in your mouth and your mouth is, like, connected to your brain and your brain is in your head. So, you know, it's all connected. So you got to keep that shit fresh. So I'm excited to try out my new Quip toothbrush. Like, this, I guess this episode of the new millennial um, segment will, I guess, be on personal hygiene, personal care, because I got something really, really cool that I want to show y'all for all my ladies out there, for all my women out there. This is really cool. So, check this out. Y'all know I'll be on Instagram and I'll be on Tinder again, like crazy. So, this is my new tampon subscription called Lola and this is what it looks like that's the box right there this is really cool um I saw an ad I think on Instagram and I thought this is so cute so now I can just eliminate going to Dwayne Reed CVS and Walgreens all together and standing in these long ass lines for tampons for pads for toothpaste for a toothbrush 
you know it's it's crazy so this is really really cute and when i open the box it says this too shall pass and inside this is so custom made oh my god okay so on the back it says i have 18 tampons it tells me what the ingredients are they're 100 percent organic cotton they're bpa free plastic made with no synthetics additives fragrance free hypoallergenic and there's a message at the bottom where it says we care about what's in every product we use tampons shouldn't be any different lola products are simple natural and easy to feel great about made by women for women and you can purchase these on mylola.com so inside i have a mix of them i think i have this is super so i have super plus because we all know i told y'all what happened to me when i was in um denmark copenhagen at the airport returning to new york city it was so embarrassing i literally like bled through a tampon i don't want to talk about it i think i talk about it in my episode I don't know. It's, it's been a while. I, I can't even think, but I, I know I mentioned it on this show. This one, I have like, what is this one? It, it has to be a regular because it's a super. So this one is a super, and I think these are light. Because <laughs> it's smaller. This is cute. This is my, these are lights. So I have light, super, and I think super plus and there's 18 so my period doesn't come on until like a few days from now so i have yet to try these so once i try these i will let you guys know i'll do an update and let you guys know if i like them now what i'm wondering if lola does i know they also offer pads so i'm wondering if i can mix pads and tampons maybe someone knows and maybe someone can get back to me from their team um i'm not sure where lola is based i think they're based in new york city if not maybe san fran but i will reach out to them and see if anyone um, wants to come on my podcast or do a show and this is really really cool so there's another company that's like them it's called cora um but i tried lola so i'll see how i like that and you guys if you're interested you can purchase it at mylola.com um as far as quip you can purchase your toothbrush at www.getquip.com i repeat it again www.getquip you spell quip q-u-i-p.com they have these really cool electric toothbrushes as far as pricing that's also important as far as pricing that's also important i want to say i paid 45 dollars for this toothbrush right and then every three months i think i'm billed five dollars for the replacement brush heads i think that's how it's that's how it goes i just got it this is really new i haven't tried it out yet obviously it's new so when i try it out i will come back and give you guys an update on it so my question for quip i received one head one brush head i normally change my toothbrushes out every month but you guys send brush heads every three months like could i change my subscription to get them delivered every month that is a question that's a really good question that i have for myself so i will reach out to them and ask them that and see if they're interested in coming on the show so those are my two things from this segment of the new millennial the quip toothbrush is really cool my lola my lola pads my tampons for women (laughs) okay so that's about it 
moving into casually dating 1111. I just got to talk about my dating life. You know, I had this one person that we were going steady, you know. And she really hounded me for, like, weeks, and now I miss her. It's, like, really strange. I don't know what you call it, but I don't know what happened with that. But she hounded me for, like, a fucking, like, weeks, and it was just too much for me. And, you know, I'm a straightforward person. I don't really play games, you know. And I have a lot going on. I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot going on with, like, work. I have a lot going on with, like you know, other things, and, you know, she said something that was really true to me, and it really brought light onto how I am when it comes to dating and relationships and different people, and this is advice not only for myself that she gave, but also for others, and I want to share that with y'all, so here's the clip. What'd you say? What, what have I done to make you think that? I just feel that, like, you're not really trying to get to know me for me. Why do you, what have I done? Like, give me specifics. Like, I just asked you a few minutes ago, I was like, yo, you want to, like, come over here and, like, you know, bring me some chicken? Oh, okay. So, this is what I'm gathering from, you know, what you just said. I think when women are into you, they do shift for you. And then you're used to that. Like, people spoil you. Because you're cute. You you really are. I mean, you're handsome, but I'm not going to chase after anyone. I'm not going to do shit for them. Listen, I've done that in the past, and at the end, you look, I mean, <laughs> you look like, you look dumb. Like, I'm on a date with this girl, and she made me buy her food, and I'm not doing that shit for anybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my is my sex not that good enough to get no pawpaws? No, no sex in the world is good enough for me to buy shit for anybody. That's how it is. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I'm not a doormat. I'm not. I don't buy stuff for people. If you're on a date, um, I'm not buy, I'm not dipping in my wallet to do anything for the other person. Okay. <laughs> Really <laughs> you right though. You right though. So I got it fucked up, huh? Yeah, I don't know. You on some shit? I'm like, it's not about you, Popeyes. honey. Honey, it's not about you. What you eat in your vegan agenda? I I simply was like, yo, you slide in. You want to bring me some Popeyes? And I'm really, you know, I'm really starting to make some changes when it comes to myself and my relationships and personal and close and work and everything. So I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm growing as a person. I'm really growing out. Of, I'm really growing as a person. I think that's where I'm gonna leave it off today. Um, on the next episode, I'm gonna title that one "Casually Dating 1111, Where I Left Off," and then I'm gonna go deeper into this whole situation. So thank you guys for tuning in and listening. I have to wrap it up. My last outro was hella long, but I'm going to keep it nice, simple, and short. I really appreciate y'all listening to Tom Girl Podcast. Thank you so much. This was Casually Dating 1111. New Mexico kept it real from the jump. East Coast Annoying, I'm the best thing going. PVD goes the hardest, and everything I do is so providence. Thank you guys so much. Good night from Manhattan.